Transmissions from the Dark Side is a tongue-in-cheek look at anthology horror, covering adult themes and concepts in very childish ways. Parental guidance suggested. This week on Transmissions from the Dark Side, Matt got married. This is a really sexy episode. I might look like somebody I shouldn't. Enter if you dare. Welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side, where we're watching every episode of seminal 90s horror anthology monsters and reporting it back to you. I am Matt Noss. With me via the power of the internet are my two best friends in the whole wide world, if it isn't Jen Hansen and Matt Rose. Huzzah! Hi, Matt. Hi. How's everybody doing? Good. Hey, has anything changed in anyone's life recently? Mm, Yes. Yes, I believe so. I oh, yeah. got Mary! Congratulations. Congratulations! In Matt. fact, in fact, someone uh someone on this podcast married me. I will leave it up to you to figure it out. And by married you, you mean officiated the ceremony Correct. and not Oh, yeah, yes. married married yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Sorry. Officiated the ceremony. I did not marry someone on this podcast. <laughs> not that Either of us wouldn't marry you, Matt, because you are. Oh, a it's too late. It is too oh. late. <laughs> well, I was there performing the smear- ceremony or smeremony, as I just called it. Mm-hmm. It's a real Jeremy Baramy. Um, <laughs> no, I was there, performed the ceremony, and it was wonderful and amazing. And it was, I was very nervous because, like, right before I realized that. Uh, you know, Matt and I have known each other for 30 years. He stood up in my wedding, and here I am performing the ceremony for his wedding. And I was like, "Don't, don't screw this up. Just keep, keep it on the rails." And everybody, who and listened, you didn't screw it up. It was great. I did all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did, you did a perfect job, man. You two were the everybody star of the show. Great, a great job. Yes, you guys were the stars. Uh, we watched, uh, we enjoyed watching it from a uh, socially distanced uh, uh, computer from our living room. Uh, but we did get to have the experience of my son having a meltdown, which Ted was like, oh, yeah, this is what would happen if we went to a normal wedding. All of a sudden, he was fine all day, but all of a sudden, he just went full Godzilla and just started trashing the place and screaming and. Uh. Oh, it would have been the same with Rosemary. I know. Yeah. I know. Like when you need them to be cool, they aren't. When it's like, it mm-hmm. doesn't matter. And nobody's here. They're like, mother, father, I would like to enjoy a nice respite over here on the seat. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> it was, a, it was a lovely, lovely ceremony to be a part of. Yes. I, yeah. I agree. And then, uh, you know, and then we totally partied, mask off, oh, man, hundreds of people. Oh, man, we got hammered. God, everybody was on the Zoom, came. We were like, you can't keep us down. And then, like, <laughs> I kept saying, like, give me more D12 vitamins. <laughs> oh, man, we were just, we were doing rails off our laptop to, to like, celebrate. It was great. If this is your first time joining us, we aren't a wedding podcast, but we do celebrate the we wedding of be. our beloved Matt Rose. Uh, but what we do do around these parts is we do watch anthology horror. That's a different scary story every week. We are in season three, episode 11? 11. Sin Sop. Um, Ugh, what a terrible <laughs> Possibly the worst title that we've ever had i don't know we will talk about it but before we talk about the episode we have to dig deep inside of the transmissions mailbag Uh, we put up an episode uh not too long ago the episode was shave and a haircut two bites and uh we had 
quite a few comments on this episode, which was wonderful. Um, but a new commenter entered the arena. Uh, Zachary Ryan Wellborn uh, gave us this comment right here. I stumbled upon this a few months ago as a Tales fan, but had never watched Monsters, born in 91. But I am watching along with the episodes, and I'm on episode 120, and found and found Monsters and watched. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, but I get it. <laughs> I work in the medical field, so having something while working late is great. Thank you for all the creative and fun reviews and introducing me to the wonderful show I otherwise didn't know. I'm looking forward Yay. to I'm looking forward to Friday the thirteenth series. My wife isn't a fan of anthology stuff, but she does love your riffs and banter. Especially Jen. My favorite ah, too. Jen, we love Yeah, my favorite nice. as well. Oh, come come on now. And and then he says so you are slowly converting her, which is very <laughs> sweet and very wonderful. Thank you so much for that, Zachary. And um, Marissa, she put up the gift <laughs> of <laughs> it's um, David Cross, where he, he's going. There are dozens of us, dozens. <laughs> <laughs> Too true. Uh, so welcome to the welcome to the fold, Zachary. You are an official transmissioner or transmissionee, your choice. Um, so just absolutely wonderful. And we have a comment from Adam Claver who says, "Will Wheaton and Matt LeBlanc, yeah." <laughs> and he's not wrong. He's not wrong. He's not. He's not, he's wrong. not wrong. He's not. He's not. I'm gonna. I I have a comment, and I don't know. If I say it, if it's going to ruin this entire episode for us. So, like, I don't know if I should say it now or if I should just wait to the end. Let's wait. Let's plant the seed. Okay, I'm going to wait. Yep, put right. a pin in it. And okay. we'll come back yep. to it. You guys are right. Thank you. <clears throat> um, today's episode, Sinsop Monsters, Season 3, Episode 11. Uh, we do this thing around here called the Dark Side Guess, where we, based on title alone, try to guess what the episode is about. Sin Sop, who would like to go first? Maddie! I, 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 would, I would like to go first. Okay. Sin Sop. Hollister Beaumont was born with a singular gift. He could physically consume the sins of other mortal men. He carved out a meager existence for himself, surviving on the crumbs obtained through helping the terminally ill retain some level of absolution before death. Word travels fast in the small bayou parish of Laveau, However, and now Hollister was face-to-face -face with Reggie, the head of the Archambault crime family. Hollister now had a choice. Continue to starve off of the crumbs of a good man's life or gorge himself at the trough of wickedness and violence. Ooh. Dang, you got really close. I'm, so that, yeah. yeah. You, were, you were on the road. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you pretty much nailed it. Jen, what do you know? Uh, I have Sinsop. I am truly so grossed out by this name that I can't even write a description. We've discovered whatever my version of moist is. Sin sop. Sop is a sop. I don't care. Sop, sop, sop is a gross word. Sop yeah, is, is sop is a word that you use for mops. Yes. Or sponges. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Here's my guess. Sin sop. Skidamarinky-dinky-dink, skidamarinky-doo, Sinsop is coming for you. And this time, nothing you do will prevent you and this former child puppet from being murdered. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the puppet murders himself as well. <laughs> um. Unfortunately. None of these guesses were correct. So, Jen, please hit us up with those sweet deeds. Sure, guys. Here's some sweet deeds. All right. We watched Monsters, episode Sin Sop. This was uh, season three, episode 11, aired on December 9th, 1990. Here is the description from IMDb. Oh, IMDb. A nice young Southern faith healer uses the miraculous cleansing ability of the corpse of the most evil man in the world to run a small, popular sin extraction business. A female reporter and a cynical psycho killer try to debunk him. This episode was directed by P.J. Pesci. Uh, no relation to Joe Pesci. 
Uh, uh, he's done a lot of uh, TV. Or he or she. It's a PJ. I don't know. Get off my back. Uh, this, is, uh, this was his uh, TV directing debut. He studied at the Columbia Graduate Film School. He received uh, honors from Martin Scorsese and was failed by Brian De Palma. <laughs> I would be proud to just have one of those things. Uh, episode was written by Doug Wallace. Uh, Doug Wallace wrote this episode and a movie called Sensation, uh, which starred Eric Roberts and looked like something you would think would be called Sensation. 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 <laughs> Richard Borg played Larch Lazar. He was Spencer Varney on three years of The Edge of Night, which was a soap opera. Uh, he was also a, a PA on a movie called Squadra Anti-Gangsters. Uh, and there was a whole run of these, um, like, Italian spaghetti crime movies, kind of like... Um, I think some of the Argento ones kind of fall into that. I think a little bit. So um, like the, Gia the Giallo ones. The the ones like uh, the real. There are a few like detective ones, uh, like the, hmm. uh, Bird with the Crystal Plumage and uh, yeah, Bird with the Crystal Plumage. That was yeah. that was Giallo. Yeah. Um. Anyway, there were all of these. Uh, I don't know. It was more interesting, and then I forgot about it. Eh, never mind. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, but I saw uh, the name, wow, and I thought, the, I thought the name was really out of your nose, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized when I start talking about Italian films, the chip in my brain telling me to kill <laughs> starts to go off, and then I'm fighting it, so that, of course, blood starts pouring out of my nose. Uh, <laughs> Christine Dunford played Laura Daniel. She's a uh, working TV actor. Uh, she was Coach Davis in Love and Basketball. Charlene, Charlotte Booker was Helen, also a uh, another uh, working TV character actor. Christopher Shaw was Brother Roy. He was in a handful of shorts um, and then was also in a couple of ABC after school specials. He was in Stood Up and Date Rape. All right. Yeah. Yeah, those are the faces. Uh, those are appropriate faces. We were kind of shocked and mortified. Yeah, yeah, uh, as well you should be. Okay, oh, that's it. Oh, whoa. <laughs> that's you it. Usually, you... I, I was about to say, unfortunately, again. I, I, I'm sorry, my mind went elsewhere. Normally, you give me a little, and that's. Uh... I, I know. No, normally I. <laughs> With your hat and your headphones. You look like olive oil tonight, Matt. <laughs> he does. <laughs> oh, Popeye. <laughs> oh, man. I have never seen Matt strip that fast in my life. Yes, you have. Once. Once before. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 I have. <laughs> Don't worry, I took a picture so we can have a side by side on Facebook of you and Olive Oil. It's Fuck really important. You. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that. It was the hat. It's it's the black hat and the headphones. <laughs> But but the red shirt with the white underneath did not help at all. <laughs> I will never wear that again. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I I this is the truth. I have been I have been so anti Henley my entire life until like this month. I'm it, like, is, it was a nice shirt. Oh, I'm so oh, god. Yeah, too late. Oh, is that is that what is that what that style of shirt is? Yeah, <laughs> is that called a Henley? Yes. It's a Don nice Henley. Henley invented that. <laughs> Don <laughs> Henley was watching the movie Popeye. It's like I have an idea for a shirt. One of these nights. <laughs> uh, so, boom. That's boom, all I got. Boom, I guess. Boom, Just. Boom, like, Wanted to save it to the end, but didn't. 
Honey, it's family hour. There must be something on. Ha cha 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 cha. My favorite. <laughs> oh, look, oh. it's Monsters, our favorite show. Let's watch it. I was trying to go for Popeye, but I can't do Popeye to save my life. I don't know what this is now. Now, now it's just Jimmy Durante. Jimmy Durante. <laughs> it's, hoy, it's starting. Hoy? Hoy. Ghoul. Ha cha cha cha! It's starting. Yeah, I was gonna say you turned into Andy Cap all of a sudden. <laughs> ooh, ooh, Andy Cap to Popeye. Andy Cap, Popeye in three moves. <laughs> the door from the dark side swings wide open, and we are entering the local theater production of Cat on a Hot Christian Dump. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's an uncomfortably long shot of a cross. Da, da, yeah. da, really you... lingering. We are playing a radio that's giving us no information. <laughs> Just lingering. I was wondering if someone forgot to turn it off during the filming. <laughs> there is a moment. Um, right there at the top where, um, I just wondered, is this the episode? <laughs> it is just like a metaphor, like Jesus is the ultimate sin sucker. <laughs> it was symbolism. Right. That's what the guy would say at the end. Yeah. It would just be a, t- a talking pile of sin. Yeah. <laughs> Well, oh, it doesn't take too long. I mean, it takes a long time. But eventually, the camera starts to pan, and we uh, we see some we we see some mess, some non-important. Nothing that you're seeing here is important. It's just scenery in a, a dump, kind of a it's just a crappy shithole. It's a real depressing nightmare hellscape. There are of there a, are. Episodes they throw their cash into, and then there are some episodes they're like, just you know, just see whatever's in. Do we have any whatever's s- in whatever room you happen to get? Do you have any ashtrays and sneakers? <laughs> Let's get that in the shot. Oh, but, you have a crucifix. Great. But while Use that's it. yeah, but while that's happening, we do hear the weirdest gurgling noise. Gurgling. Yeah, it's 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 gross. Now here's a here's a fun little spoiler. This gurgling does not come back. No, no, it doesn't. It I mean it it sounds like God. If like it's... a little kid had like a like a shake for McDonald's, and they were just slowly getting to the bottom, like or like somebody flushing a toilet on an RV. Yes. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like not the fl- not the first flush, but like the water sort of like gurgling back into it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it to the point where I had to pause it for a second because I knew in my head that it was coming from the episode, but I was so confused that I thought maybe my child was suddenly <laughs> making gurgling sound. <laughs> I should call an ambulance <laughs> or a priest. <laughs> Uh, so we get to uh, once we uh, hear the gurgling, we see the blue chucks, and it pans over to uh, fancy suit, fancy shoes, and a pantsuit, and that is when we see one excited lady in Helen. Yes, and, uh, uh, and yeah. my my notes here are: Are they waiting for the bathroom or something? <laughs> because because she looked really excited, and all the gurgling. I was like, Is she next? Um, but uh, apparently, no, she's the only person in the room until the door opens and a woman comes in looking for brother Roy. And a story because this was a hard boiled reporter. It's so obvious that this person, she's a reporter. She does everything except say like Tiffany Van Zoom, Daily Metro, like, yeah, she might as well have walked in with like a hat the with fedora, a little press with, yeah. tag. Yeah. Because she is Quip City 
USA. Yeah, she's very quick to shit on this small town. Ta- she's so she's there yes. to expose whatever this business is in her paper. Right. But whatever this business is, she really doesn't know what it is. But she's talking to um Helen. Helen, who also has a striking resemblance to Mama's best friend from Mama's family. <laughs> oh god i hated that show so much matt please don't ever bring up tennessee, i hated that show the tennessee williams is cranked to 11 whenever she starts talking about brother roy and the magic that he can do you know uh, this is her fourth time she used to come once a month um and then she goes into a whole spiel about how she messes up now and again. And then the guilt builds up. And then she comes to see Roy and she feels clean. New, yeah, she feels clean. She feels new again. Well, it doesn't take too long before we do get to meet Brother Roy. Oh, Brother Roy. Now, Brother Roy is Jack McBrayer's cousin. <laughs> I was going to say that he was a mix of David Faustino from uh, Married with Children Married, Married with Children, Children and Walt Goggins. <laughs> I can see that. Oh, Walt Goggins is, is nice. I yeah, I uh, I like that. He's doing I'm going to say this is the finest suit acting we've seen in either <laughs> Tales or or Monsters. This guy is, I mean, he might as well be wearing David Byrne's giant suit. He is like, <laughs> he's like shuffling and pulling for real, and for real, for real. Like, the suit is chewing the scenery. <laughs> the, the suit is the star of the scene, but that does not stop our hotshot reporter from trying to win this war of quips with mm-hmm. a guy who truly is just the sweetest thing next to cherry pie. <laughs> yeah, he is, he's, he's, he's actually good. He was uh, he was a sweet pie, a sweetie pie. He's, he's really got like that, aw shucks, southern charm thing going for him. Yeah, like I was, when, um, when they started to get into prices, and she's you know she's she's asking like how much does it cost for a for a cleansing and all that and he says seven dollars i was like oh oh no i think <laughs> like it was seven dollars to watch seven dollars to watch twenty dollars to watch twenty dollars if you're uh, only like one like there's a scale and it's twenty dollars to begin with one hundred dollar max yeah uh there's a scale as ted put it I- that looks like it is designed by the little rascals. <laughs> <laughs> Which we'll get yeah, to in much. a moment. But pretty much, pretty much. Yeah. So there is now at this point this weird thing that's happening that we have this kind of religious cleansing ceremony that now starts to get teamed with nonstop double entendres. Mm-hmm. Like, if you have a big load, it just takes longer to get out. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're not really subtle entendres. Oh, no, no. But at least it's the only weird sexual thing about this episode. What, pardon (laughs) pardon me? Oh, wait, I forgot about the rest of the episode. (laughs) Well, it seems that our, our pastor friend or our preacher friend is took over from Father Terrell. Who has died, and uh, yes. he, he taught him everything and took him in when he was like an orphan or something. Sure, it, sure. Let's call him an orphan. I'm sure that I missed a detail there, but like he took him in when he was young. How about that? Good. All right. Now, seven dollars. Still grown into the suit. Seven dollars to watch the show upstairs. Um, you know, and Helen don't mind. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's time to go upstairs. Now, the mood downstairs, I would call jovial. Sure. We've got Quip Machine Magoo. We've got the Happy Preacher and the Delight. A delightful, decently lit parlor. A decently lit parlor and a delightful, like, you know, innocent Southern Belle mm-hmm. situation going on. 
we get upstairs and shit gets dark fast. <laughs> we enter a meth den. <laughs> this this thing turns to night. There is the creepy music has started. We start basically looking at pipes that are dripping, and I'm like, oh no, my jello pipe is leaking. Like <laughs> just green goo coming out of pipes. Yeah. And it like just I mean there's there's buckets and wasn't there wasn't there an old keg somewhere in there, there like forty OSHA violations in the first yeah. shot. <laughs> yeah, they're they're making meth. Like yeah. <laughs> don't lie. This is a this is a meth lab. <laughs> well, Helen is about to do her thing. She's about to do it. But the the preacher has some more questions. And, um, you know, so does... Laura's kind of blowing it up, the reporter. Yeah. yeah. Still being kind of a bitch. Still, you know... Oh, and she's saying she's going to... Exp- she's She reveals that she is a reporter, which is not yes. a big shock if you've been watching the episode at all. Right. If your <laughs> eyes are open during the beginning of this episode, <laughs> it's right. so clear that she is. But Brother Roy... Kind of goes into like, you know, this guy here. So this is where like they wheel up the guy. So that's the whole thing. The sin extractor gets introduced at this point. And the sin is extractor is a guy. A corpse. He was the most evil man in the world. You could smell the sin on him. Uh, but then when he died, apparently it caused the reverse, where now he sucks sin in. It's scientific. It is. It's right. Science. Okay. <laughs> so you you see this guy, you see this guy, and he's on this gurney. <laughs> Here and we all told each other we need to write down what this looks like. Oh God! And I wrote, "What's Howard Stern's brother doing up in here?" <laughs> uh, I wrote that he looked like caveman lawyer Wallace and Gromit. <laughs> God, that's so good, Matt. Oh, I just wrote. I wrote they exhumed Super Dave. <laughs> It's a bad look. I think it, we it can, is terrible. We can, I think we can all safely say it's a bad the look. The wig. What is with the wig? Like, Ted said Bruce Jenner looked terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I said he'd never looked better. <laughs> the the wig is just like a like a Davy Crockett hat. <laughs> I mean, I was not kidding. When I said caveman lawyer, yeah, because that, no, that, spot is, on. that is that is the wig, and then the face just looks too much like claymation for me to take it seriously. And then, oh god, once we get into the actual sucking sin extraction, ay, ay. yeah, so we we so what happens is, um, she walks over the she bean Helen. She reaches her hand out, and then the guy on the gurney reaches his hand out quickly and grabs hers. And you know how doctors used to treat female hysteria? With, yep. Yeah. No, I That's don't. Basically. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, it's basically like the sin extractor. So Helen just immediately starts coming. Yeah. And this isn't like casual. You know, like, oh, I'm in prison. I better keep it down. <laughs> well, so hold on, though, guys. We have to we have to cut this because as she starts to come, act break. That oh, is true. Okay. Yeah, because he grabs her hand. It gets started. Yes. And uh, we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. So smoothly. Alcohol and acne do not mix. On Mama's Family. Monday at 630. <laughs> 
my mother had some like it, it's she really had it out for Vicky Lawrence. <laughs> like anytime a commercial would come on, she would turn into Matt and she would just be like just riding Carol Burnett's coattails. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know, uh, you know as well as I do that Mama's family is an offshoot of the Carol Burnett show. Yes. Have you ever heard the Mama's family with Tim Conway where he tells the elephant story? No. I have not. All right. Well, then we're going to play it. The, uh, this elephant uh, had this little dwarf trainer and... Uh... Uh. <laughs> Put a little ballerina skirt on that elephant. <laughs> I go around circling. Okay. So I thought it was so laughable at the time. There was, there was a rumor going around the circus that that dwarf and the elephant were lovers. Poor, poor Carol Burnett. keeps going at one point he talks about siamese elephants joined at the trunk and they sneeze and it's <laughs> <laughs> he also tells the story of a guy who was on a shipwreck and he swam to shore and he would have made it if he weren't wearing his lucky ham <laughs> he got attacked by sharks hard to believe mama's family came Came from so, Carol but Burnett. also that that what that skit was what five minutes? Yeah, yeah, five minutes versus twenty two times, oh God, a hundred and twenty or whatever. Ugh. Well, it's kind of like the Pat movie, right? Where it's like I liked every Pat sketch. Yeah. Yes. But then when I'm watching the Stuart Smalley movie, like, but when I'm watching yeah. like an hour and a half of it, I'm like. Oh, God, Matt, do you remember when we watched the Stuart Smalley movie? I think so, and we were both like, does does this end anytime soon? Yeah, this I remember renting uh, with my best friend, uh, uh, Sonny, we rented the uh, It's Pat movie because it had Dave Foley in it. Uh, And we couldn't, like, we couldn't finish it. And we were 17. We had no taste. It wasn't good. I, I think I think that after, I think that after watching the Stuart Smalley movie, Matt and I were like, get that porn in that VCR. <laughs> I, don't see some, I don't see some pornography immediately. I'm gonna. <laughs> Speaking of pornography, let's get back to it, and yeah. we're back. Um. I guess pedal steel guitar is the sound of forgiveness and orgasms. Uh, <laughs> Pretty because, much. Because that's uh, what we're brought back to. Um, well, yeah. So so for some reason, Laura is still dogging Brother Roy and, and his hillbilly nonsense. Uh, and she's she's laughing at the uh, – God, what did, what did you call it, Jen? The uh, Our Gang – Oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah. When the Helen, centimeter. When Helen yeah. when Helen grabs the Sinsop's hand, they go to this meter that looks like a um card it's a cardboard meter. Like the actual meter itself is an arrow and it is flopping between a handwritten written by the, the little rascals. Written by yeah. like Ote 
Um, <laughs> the medium part is like stymie and then full. It goes okay. No, it's not okay. It's uh, like half it's and like full. Low, Good, bad, bad, full. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like your something, gas tank. <laughs> something along those lines. Um, yeah, I, I, God, Helen is having a time. Um, I, while I was listening to this, all I could think of is like twelve-year-old Matt would have probably cranked two out by this point. <laughs> Matt. Yeah, buddy. Comment, comment, please. No, let's just leave it hanging there. <laughs> there is... Oh, here we go. The, the little rascal's monitor is low, regular, full... That doesn't even make sense. That like none of the, none of those things are part of the same scale, right? So it, it is it is wild to watch Helen ride this thing like a pony, but then this episode takes dripping to the next level. There is green goo coming out of pipes. Oh, this is a over. gooey episode. It is. And I'm like, I'm like... It is... Real jizz. Real We're getting orcas. ropes, ropes, ropes. Yeah, this, <laughs> this is real gross, uh, this yeah. episode. But then, so like, they're upstairs and they're kind of quibbling. Because Helen's like, oh, thank you. Whoo, I'm saved. And our hot reporter is just like, ah, this is bullshit. I'm going to expose you. And then Brother Roy is oblivious, and he's like, all press is good, pressed. <laughs> and meanwhile, downstairs, a tall drink of trouble walks in. <sighs> is Helen gone by the time that he gets in? Because I think he is. Uh, she yeah, is. she's, she's yeah. gone. Uh, Brother Roy uh, walks her downstairs, because obviously she has jelly leg. So he's got to get her down. And so... Oh, that's right. Uh, she She can't walk because of forgiveness. In the form, because <laughs> so now she now our reporter. What's our reporter's name? Laura. Laura. Laura is upstairs alone, and she's like checking. Well, and so before Brother Roy leaves, he says, "Hey, don't touch that sin extractor while I'm gone." It needs yeah, to okay. cool down. Or something? He thinks I'll be touching a yeah, sin extractor. Yep. It's 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 too full. It needs to. Drain. Uh, uh, I, yeah. I don't know. It, A lot of gross words in this episode. Yes, there's so many, so many. You need to drain the sop. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> um. So, so like, yeah, it's totally. Don't touch the sin extractor. Don't touch the sin extractor. Touch the sin. Touch ex- the sin extractor. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, then we cut to um, flashing police lights and a cheap doily. uh, And we hear radio chatter and whatnot. And then you just see, God, uh, an obvious bad guy Mm -hmm. looking out the window with a gun. So I must have been high on drugs during this part because I don't remember that scene. So either it was cut from my version. I don't remember it either. I remember him just what? being in the lobby. Oh yeah, no, he's he's looking. You you can see like a like a doily curtain, uh, oh. and you can see the the red and blue flashing, and you can hear like I I, I think he went this way or whatever. Mm. Uh, and then you see him sitting in that couch over there. Just look yeah. out. There's a murderer. If you see him, don't don't suck all his sin out because it'll it's gonna be too much sin. Over. There's well, some, if, there's a, if there's a murderer out there. Okay, he's in the house already, though. Mm. No, 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 no. Five more, man. <laughs> go, go. <laughs> Wait, what, what am I doing five more of? Five more of the police. Five more, five more police police radio calls about calling this all guy. Cars, calling all cars. Uh, be on the lookout for a, a human male. He's so bad. He's bad. He's bad, man. 
punching all cars, catching all cars. We're looking for a, a tall drink of water. Looks like Buck Rogers. <laughs> calling all cars, calling all cars. Looking for a, a Christopher Reeves-esque uh, somewhere in time actor, um, but that he's up to no good and definitely has dr- drugs and guns. Calling all cars, calling all cars. Uh, looking for a uh, human version of uh, the Johnny Bravo cartoon, but he's so bad and he's so mean. And he uh, he, he took the old lady's French fries and then shot it, and then uh, then he shot her dog, and her dog wasn't even doing anything. Calling over. all cars, calling all cars. Looking for Lawrence Lazar, the most not made up name that's ever been. <laughs> Lawrence Lazar. No, uh, no, Matt. That's not that's not his name. What? His name is Larch, Larch Lazar. Larch Lazar. Lawrence Lazar is a real name. If I got a phone book, we would find it. His name is His name is Karch Karai, the volleyball player. <laughs> his father was Lawrence. Please call him Larch. Larch. <laughs> He's Tree Lazar. Calling on cars, calling on cars. We're looking for <laughs> Karch Karai, Larch Lazar, Lawrence Lazar. Calling on cars, we're looking for a suspiciously large Lazar. Over. This isn't your father's Lazar. <laughs> we're looking for Larch. Um, yeah, so now he's there, and of course, you know, Brother Roy oh. is like... I gotcha. <laughs> Whatever you need, follow me upstairs. We're cool, baby. She had not touched the the sin extractor yet. No, that uh, no, she hadn't. She hadn't touched the sin extractor until Dwight Yoakam's brother got upstairs. Okay, gotcha. All but, right. uh, yeah, because but, we're yeah, about once... to have what I love to call lighter cam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about lighter cam. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Folded legs playing with a gold lighter of just like stu- this is the stupidest part of the episode. And an episode loaded with ridiculous things, this part drove me insane. Cause it's now like- do you think Brian De Palma would have failed him for this episode? Yes. <laughs> do you know why? Because I don't know who this guy is. <laughs> but he's got legs and a lighter. That's how you know he's bad. But I just watched him escape the police, I guess. In, in something so subtle, Jen, you and I both missed it. <laughs> 66% of the podcast hosts missed <laughs> critical information. So I, I, I just want to bring one thing up. That one time, uh, I, I think Matt and I uh, watched this video together, but uh, apparently... George Lucas screened the first cut of Star Wars to George Lucas, Steven Spielberg, Brian De Palma, and Francis Ford Coppola. And Brian De Palma literally yelled, what is this shit? Brian De Palma sounds like the kind of guy who would yell, what is this shit, during somebody's movie, though. Well, no, like, he yelled at him, and that is what made George Lucas go back and get new editors and they completely recut the movie into something that is awesome and watchable and not something that is told in sequence and terrible. Okay. Like, what, what, I think it was called Star Wars was saved in the editing. Uh, I think I saw that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I and just Brian DePolman literally yelled at him after watching it. <laughs> I just, I thought that was really funny. Well, so then, please, I, thank please. you, Brian DePolman. Yes. Eventually, and it takes a minute, they do go upstairs. But the thing is, the lovely and powerful Miss Laura has grabbed the Zinsop's hand. And she... uh, She about to ride the snake. Well, so... (laughs) (laughs) So Nutsville, population U. I think she grabs the sin extractor and they do a rack focus i wrote they try to do a rack well, focus they try to... <laughs> hitchcock died again <laughs> the most his... 
do it. Tell me. It's like a middle school film. Like, like <laughs> kids are like, oh, no, I think I saw this on a thing once. Okay, you run toward the camera while I run towards you. <laughs> it, it, it does not work, but it's great that they tried. <laughs> A for effort. A for effort. This, Find Martin Scorsese. <laughs> this lady is getting juiced. <laughs> yeah. She is. We are we are spurting green singu into a tub. Do you guys think there was like a metaphor or something? All of that hot spurting goo while she was moaning and screaming uncontrollably. No, I think that's sin. Okay, all right. <laughs> I feel like this was written by the most repressed person in the world. Like, and then <laughs> they will moan uncontrollably, but their sin will come out in the form of jizz. <laughs> <laughs> and then mother will not be able to comment badly because I will say it's the forgiving power of Christ. But we all know that it's nut. I am the sop. I am the sop. I, I am, am the, the sop. sop. Let me be your sop. I want to be your dirty sop. <laughs> put, put your sin through me and into my mouth. What? Uh, she is. She is. Uh, she has so much sop, so much sin to give this sop. Uh, that he starts to like bubble and uh, and overflow with. So here, not only is he bubbling and overflowing, his face is contorting. They have like some kind of applique that's filling up with an air bladder, but also yeah, cool. that's cool. There is a restraint around the Sinsop's waist, waist, but it's a seatbelt, and it's like yes, we all know that the Sinsop is restrained because we've shown the restraints, but for some reason they keep showing the belt. But it just is in a prolonged crotch shot of yes. the Sinsa. Like they well, keep so they did this. They did this a couple times, but the first, especially the first time they do it, it basically thrusts towards the camera, but the belt is on, and I, I think this is where I wrote, <laughs> "What is even going on here?" <laughs> what is going on is the steamiest, sexiest non touching scene oh. so so uh this is i think when she really pops off and so roy has to run to catch laura before she falls mm-hmm. uh and that's when uh oh god Lar- larch larch jesus christ that's when larch uh says <laughs> not bad for a sex machine or something that's I, like I, a sibian yeah. <laughs> now, if you know what a Sibian is, <laughs> write it on a postcard. <laughs> you write it on two six one East Nine Mile, Ferndale, Michigan four eight two two zero. Because that's my kink. It's like yeah. I don't want to watch videos. Postcards of people describing fucking machines. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to watch a video about it. God, no. I don't. I don't want to see a show where it's being displayed. I don't never want, want to see one in person. I want I someone, male or female, do not care to write out a post. Has to be a postcard. Has to be a postcard, and just say <laughs> yes. I know what this is. Or the postcard could just say yes. Oh, the oh. end. The postcard could be a series of postcards taped together to become a flip book to oh. illustrate what it is. Oh God, please, yes. well okay she's off the machine and now all of a sudden she's like oh my god it did born again she's born again fellas she gets it she apologizes she is hallelujah praise jesus everything is is rosy and uh and no one is concerned by Larch Lazar being obviously some sort bad of guy. Yes. bad guy, gun-toting murderer. Yes. And so uh, 
uh, I think that Brother Roy was was trying to convince Larch that he should use it. Everybody should use it. It's great. It makes everybody feel better. It absolves you. Blah blah blah, blah blah. And oh no, it's not until the third act that he punches him. Okay, so oh, um, he's he is just no. I don't want to use it. Blah. I don't think Brother Roy wants him to use it, though. I think he's trying to do sort of like reverse psychology to get him to not do it because he knows. Or is that later when he knows it's, how it's, full it's of a, sin it's he a is? Little, okay. It's a little bit. Right. It's a little bit later. Because um, this is before he has smacked everybody and pulled a gun out, right? Okay. So he now he's just making <clears throat> really bad double entendre. Single entendre. Single yeah. <laughs> and they what? they really dance around the word orgasm here. Uh, what a delicate dance. They, they, well, yeah. <laughs> it's it's foot, a performance of stomp foot. around the word orgasm, yes. Yeah. Um, and I just wrote, uh, Larch is a first-class creep because he is... God, he is a modern day after school special yeah. all to himself. Um, he's, yeah, he's pretty gross. What gets us? What's the act break for this? So the act break for this is when Laura realizes is, it's is talking about design. how great. Yeah, she's talking about how great it is. And I recognize you. And then he keeps coming on to her and being a real creep. And then she's like, I remember you. You're a murderer. And then act break. And we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. Children had a party. It's party time. It was all those coming out party. Well, they had so much fun. They laughed and laughed and laughed. That is, until all those friends dropped in. <laughs> That's much more concise. Yeah. It is. Children shouldn't play with dead things. If you guys remember Thriller Double Feature, the, uh, you know, the intro to it, or I guess the the exit from it too, when they would show all the clips, Mm -hmm. like half those clips are from Children Shouldn't Play With Dead Things. It's one of those things that I always meant to see i mean i've certainly heard i've got it if you want to watch it i think also you can see it on amazon prime okay and and shutter like and, and it's out there in youtube <laughs> I mean, yeah. and, and youtube and youtube yes i think you can just um watch if it. the movie if the movie is an hour and 40 minutes an hour and 15 minutes of it are set up where it is it is a bunch of theater nerds and an asshole doing stuff, and then the zombies show up, and then it's like, oh, well, okay, this is all right. This is what I wanted. I didn't want fifteen minutes of it, but I'll take what I can get. <laughs> uh, they used to play it on Channel Twenty all the time. Hence, Thriller Double Feature. Uh, I'm sure that I've seen parts of it then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, like. The zombie stuff is great. Like, this was made a couple years after Night of the Living Dead. Mm-hmm. And the stuff that they had to go through, like, I have it. And I watched the the making of and, like, the, the stuff that, like, they they had a, like, a, not a reunion. But, like, they you know, they had a showing and they got a lot of the old cast and some of the crew. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they were telling stories from the filming and stuff. And because they filmed it in Florida, uh, and where they were filming it, um, there was maybe two or three feet of topsoil, and then it was like slate rock. They had to come up with very creative ways for the corpses to come out of the grave. <laughs> where, like, yeah. you said that they like they were sitting there and they were trying to chisel it with, like, hammers, and, like, I think they had a jackhammer, and it was doing nothing, and they were like... All right, it's time to go horizontal. <laughs> oh wow! Okay. Yeah, it was. It was. I really liked the movie. I talked to. I talked with uh, 
a fan of the show, uh, Sean, uh, about it, mm. where like it was it was really cool. And then it was so funny to think that uh, Tom Savini was supposed to do the makeup for Night of the Living Dead. And then he was supposed to help out with Children Shouldn't Play With Dead Things. And then he ended up doing the next Bob Clark movie. Um, and then eventually Bob Clark went on to make uh, Black Christmas and then Christmas Story. And then, Matt, just for you, Baby Geniuses. <laughs> what? Oh. What a pedigree. Yeah, I know. I just let's not let's not talk about the last couple of years of his life. Let's just talk about the good times. The first yeah, the, the, let's just talk about the first fifty, all right? Because yeah. <laughs> he ended up actually dying in a car accident with his son, so it was very oh. sad. Oh, oh no, I don't like that. Don't like it. Yeah. Don't like it at all. Don't like baby geniuses or baby geniuses too. I if you're wondering, Man. if you're wondering why we are where we are, baby geniuses. Yeah. Yep. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, all right, and we're back. Um, just what I like, I think, is what uh, our man Lark Lazar says, and I'm like roughing up ladies. Yeah. Yeah. That, that. I mean, that doesn't come as a surprise to me, but uh, she she tried once she realized that he was a murderer. She tried to feebly run from her or from him, and he grabbed her and slammed her up against a wall. And that's when Brother Roy, prize fighter that he is, uh, ran ran at Larch and then was felled with a slap. This is a great fight. Oh, felt felled with a slap that as far as I could tell was four feet away from him <laughs> you ever see that um that kids in the hall sketch about um job injuries on the job injuries and going to sweet sweet um what happens when you get hurt on the job workman's comp, workman's workman's comp. so you know if you get hurt right you'll get sweet sweet workman's comp yeah. So Bruce McCullough goes the wind, and then he throws off his helmet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens to this guy here, except it just straight up takes him out. <laughs> and now, there, I'm like again, not realizing that he's here trying to escape the police. I'm like, why is this guy here? I- it doesn't make any sense. I I don't know either. But meanwhile, Laura is like, you know, she's still in ecstasy. She's still like, wow, this this is real. This is real. And Brother Roy's kind of like, yeah, I get it. Now, can we deal with this guy, please? No, come on, let's all get back to fucking the sop. And then and then Larch says, "You guys are missing the dots off your dice." Yeah, which is a great and insult. He, and he he called, uh, he called it a sexy washing machine, which I thought was <laughs> funny. <laughs> yeah. Now, there, if if we are to play, what was the gun? Um, they're going to remind us what the gun was again, and it was the sentence "evilest man," because they say yes. it once again here. Well, so um, there was that, but also. I think that when he was describing the evilest man in the beginning, he also mentioned something about um, how they didn't know how full it could get or something, something like they didn't know what what would happen when it got too full. Yeah. And so that pays off in dividends now. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, it is, what is very obvious to me at this point. Yeah, it is screamingly obvious, yes. <laughs> that Larch is going to become the new Sin Sop. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. All we got to do is have this nut job touch <laughs> touch a hand. Yeah. Yeah, and so uh, Brother Roy is just like, no, no, don't touch him. Don't touch him. Whatever you do, don't touch him. And then he, I think he smacks him across the face again and then says, nobody tells me what to do, boy. And he's like, nobody he, tells uh, me what to touch. Yeah, he ain't so draining. Laura, he I, ain't draining like he used to. 
God. Triple. And uh, I know that you were just about to say something, Matt, but what happens to the sin sop that's in the gurney is that uh, he basically becomes the the total recall two weeks, lady. (laughs) (laughs) And, And that that little rascal's meter is straight on full. Yeah, yeah. It actually goes a little bit past full. And, and if you love smoking shots of crotches, get ready because you're about to get a whole lot more. So you're going to get basically Melty Mars face from Total Recall smoking hot crotch shots. Oh, so so you, you see the face like going, going, like, you know, expanding like the the lady in the, um, the radiator in uh, Eraserhead. Like with the cheeks real big, only it's a dude and there's green shit like squirting out of his face. Uh, and he starts trying to choke Larch. God, what a sentence. Uh, so he starts trying to choke Larch, and Larch is like trying to fight back, but there's this green jello going everywhere. Uh, and yeah. then uh, Larch um, is on the ground, the, the sin sap is on him. It's what a struggle. Uh, Larch grabs a gun. <laughs> And then shoots ding, him. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Larch shoots the sin sap and I guess just turns him into a smoking wet suit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you can see shoes of, like, a deflated suit and then a head and hands. Uh, it's like a kid peeled off one of those 70s Halloween costumes. <laughs> It's just the, the plastic mask and the bib. Oh, I yes. had that E.T. one. Yeah. It was... Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, I had one of those E.T. ones. Oh, it was like It was like yellow pants, a black, red, and orange, like, picture of E.T., and then a mask, that, that plastic mask that was E.T. that broke nearly immediately. <laughs> those always made me insane because, like, the bib thing didn't. It wasn't the costume. Like, it was always, like, it wasn't E.T.'s body on it. It wasn't like when you wore one of those bikini T-shirts or something. Like, it didn't complete the look from the mask to the body. No, it was just like a trailer photo. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. I'm going to be Darth Vader this year. And I look exactly (laughs) like me. But I'm wearing a T-shirt with Darth Vader on it. And I'm like, see? Yeah. And you're like, you're just wearing a Darth Vader t-shirt. And I'm like, I am Darth Vader. All right, just take the Charleston shoes. <laughs> shut up and take the Charleston shoes. Oh, man, I would gladly take a Charleston shoe. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Well, as as the suit smokes, we fade out to once again go into the uh, the parlor. But it's a sunny day, guys. You can hear birds singing and... Chirping and whatnot. You know, and you see, you see Laura's back wearing a, like a, a fancy dress, and she's writing a check to Brother Roy for seven hundred dollars. Yeah, she's like prepaying. She's going to be yeah, coming a lot for the next three months. Yeah. <laughs> what happens next is they go upstairs and guess what large large lazar is in the bed and he's the new sense up and they have a they have a new electric meter yeah uh, they were finally the, able to upgrade with leds yeah, yeah and richard p rubenstein executive producer uh, let's the episode let's go to the writers room um what would you change I would just, I mean, I think that everything makes sense except for Larch Lazar, and I would like to know why he is there. Well, I guess he has to be the new, the new Sinzop, right? He he does, but why did he show up? Yeah, I don't think they really sold that enough. I don't know. Yeah, it, it, twist it. I would twist the story. I yeah. would I would tell the perspective. I would tell the story from the perspective of a brother Roy. And then mm-hmm. he needs to find a new sin sop and don't kill the father, make it a buddy, make it a two hander. And they're trying to get a new sin sop. Yeah. Something, something other than what we got, which didn't make sense. It was just muddled. I think, you know, like 
you know, with a voiceover over women orgasming holding this guy. That's the other thing. Maybe tone that down. Maybe that's it not was a lot tiny, of tiny, it was a lot of coming was, even for me. It was just a it lot. Was, it was it was a bit. It was a bit. So uh, let's get a scale, please. Uh, all right, scale of ten, uh, uh, one to ten, uh, sexy washing machines. Seven. Yeah, I'd go seven. What do you think, Manny? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, seven. It's a hard. Seven. I mean, I I laughed during the episode. Don't get me wrong. I, I, yeah, it was a fun episode. Again, here we are with monsters kind of sticking the camp. Yeah. Um, yeah. They they certainly have done a much better job with the camp uh, than uh, Tails did, in my opinion. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. And, and I'm living for it. But you know, I need monsters. You've only got, you've only been off the air for nearly thirty years. <laughs> I really need you guys to stick the landing on a straight ahead scary app. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm kind of missing that. You know, I, I think Well, you... I I know that one's coming up. Okay. Well, there we go. All right. Um, and I think I think that it has Stanley Tucci and Tony Shalhoub, but I uh, could be wrong. I'm already terrified. The Tucci and the Lube. <laughs> yep, yep. Oh, I hope the Tucci isn't loose. <laughs> the tooch is loose uh, alright well you're about to hear every way that you can get in contact with us and we love hearing from you we um, do so please reach out and uh, am I forgetting anything uh, try, try to enjoy, enjoy the daylight. enjoy the daylight bye hi everybody Transmissions from the Dark Side is hosted and recorded by Jen Hansen, Matt Rose and Matt Noss Edited by Matt Noss. Hosted by Gabber Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Bellyache Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side. And on Twitter at TFTBSPod. Email us at tfromthedarkside at gmail.com. Until next time, time. try to enjoy the daylight. daylight.